Support for this episode is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this offer for you. 20% 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TCC at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. Now listen, guys. I'll be honest with you. I've gone down there with razors, with other trimmers, And I've left it a bloody mess before. It's not the route that you want to go. This trimmer is the route that you want to go. If you go down there with other products, it's itchy, it hurts. But Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my boys. This upgraded trimmer includes a multi-function on off switch that can engage a travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn on the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. Did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help your battery length last longer. Men, if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, you've definitely been doing it wrong. No person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice smooth boys. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TCC at manscaped.com. Your balls will. Thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TCC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code TCC. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. In today's episode, the guys sit down and talk about Disney as a conspiracy theory. Very fun episode to record. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get it. My name is Kai. And I'm JB. And I am Noah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and today, as promised, the long-awaited Conspiracy Theory 5 episode. Yes. I feel like we should get into applause track or something. That's Part great. Part 5. Yeah, we were going through it just now, and I didn't realize that uh, we missed one back in Season 4. Right. But also, Season 4 is jam-packed with amazing content. So if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it for sure. But if you haven't heard any of the other conspiracy theory episodes, go back and listen to those also. Yeah, especially the it's first one. It's not cumulative, but you should. Right. Well, that first one had like 13. Right. We covered like all of <laughs> Too the many. all of the good ones very broadly to mm-hmm. start. Like the moon landing, you'll find episode 1. Mm-hmm. That should be an entire episode on its own. Yeah. But uh and so We've done a bit of shifting when it comes to the conspiracy theory format. We used to do every host brings his own theory, and now we're having one host do a theory per season. 
kind of because we're running out of theories, uh, but also because it's just a bit. Uh, it's it's too hard to not delve headfirst all the way into a theory before you have to move on to the next one to save time. What what is a delve? Uh, delve is a verb, not a noun. Good question. So, I've never heard that word used in that way. You've never heard the word delve? Mm-mm. It's kind of like dive, but oh, that's what I figured you meant. But topically, mm. to delve into something is like so, like delving on ice. Because you don't, you can't actually dive into it, so you delve. Topically, like like diving oh. with the words, with conversation, delve mm. into, mm. open the door for more conversation within a certain topic. I understand. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> I, I'm glad you didn't know that word. It's pretty good. Um, okay, so we have long talked about this episode. We've been talking about this one for all of season six, basically foreshadowing it. I said I either wanted it to be about manifest destiny or about disney's hidden um hidden goals in leading the country in one direction but on on social media i just put uh manifestiny or disney everybody chose every almost everybody chose disney and so i'm doing a disney one even though i wanted to do the, the manifest destiny one but when I began researching for the Disney theory, I knew pretty much where I wanted to go with it. The idea is that Disney has been uh, putting out their own agenda in each of their movies. Like if you think back to Pinocchio, Pinocchio is supposed to be a story about uh, a, a toy who doesn't get to become a boy because of his own immoral actions and then he's punished for those. But then Disney switches it to make it everyone can do whatever they want, right? And I thought, well, what's the first overarching area i could go into that disney has been misleading everyone love everyone has a twisted view of what love perfect love should be because of disney right so i went about and i began this topic as misleading love disney has set up and by the way the topic is not about love but i need to explain it in order to show where I, what i found okay disney has set us all up for failure in the love scene because they explain brief morals of movies like in lion king they say if you're soulmates you will find each other somehow someday in the little mermaid they say someone will fall in love with you instantly and no matter what comes out of your mouth he will love you anyways and beauty and the beast they say if you fall in love with an absolute monster your love will transform them into the charming loving person you deserve snow white says being bold and flirtatious is charming and it will be all the love you need Aladdin says, lying about yourself to impress a woman will be forgiven if you make up for it later. (laughs) (laughs) Mulan says, men love when a girl is more masculine than them. They love being one-upped by a woman, right? (laughs) No. And I began researching all of these movies, and I thought, so what's the love moral of Frozen? Because that one's a bit more tough to go into. It's more about familial love than romantic love. But when I googled Disney and frozen well there became something that disney was trying to cover up if you've looked into disney conspiracy theories before you might know that there's this never confirmed theory that walt disney's body is frozen on the disney grounds and there someday for when they can cryogenically bring him back to life 
Have you have either of you heard that theory before? No. no. I'm not surprised, though. He's kind of a freak. <clears throat> but the reason you've never heard it is because they decided we need to cover this up and come out with a movie called Frozen. So when anyone Googles Disney and Frozen in the same sentence, oh. they won't be able to find what they're looking for. That does make perfect sense. <laughs> it's really interesting, right? Which, which grounds? Do you know which grounds? I believe it's like under the... the Cinderella Castle in Florida. I'm not sure. Okay. I really, or, or uh, no, I think it was California, but I, I really don't know. I mean, you got a 50 50 shot. <laughs> There's one in Japan. There's one in Japan. Oh. There, aren't there others <laughs> I too? I didn't Pro- know that. Probably. Or it could be their headquarters where he worked. It could be. I'm pretty sure it's on one of the Disney uh, parks. I'll look, I'll look it up. You'll, good luck because they tried, they covered up pretty well. But, anyways, that got me thinking what else might Disney be covering up so i began googling instead of you know disney love triangle disney all this stuff that's misleading i began googling disney conspiracy disney hiding walt disney things like that and i found a really interesting youtube video titled is walt disney nazi (laughs) (laughs) and and i thought nothing of it because you know it's it's silly there's always crazy rumors about people like that and i watched the video and obviously was not impressed because there was nothing substantial but just for fun i thought why not why don't i google the tenets of nazism the the founding principles of nazism and so here's what they are first anti-semitism is a founding principle of nazism second anti-communism can you can you define these terms please really yeah. Okay. Just so that everybody's <laughs> on the same page. Okay. Yes. Especially because both of those terms have been uh, shaped by the media in the recent years. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, anti-Semitism is the uh, the belief that Jews are um, racially inferior to all the other races and ought to be treated as such. Anti-communism is uh, exactly what it says. It goes against communism. They, It's the belief in everything that communism is not. I don't feel like I should have to define what communism is. Right. Okay. Then the third tenet of Nazism is scientific racism. So not just racist for the sake of being racist, but based on empirical evidence. The fourth tenet is eugenics. And I, I wrote the definition down for this one. Eugenics is the practice or advocacy of selective breeding for more desirable hereditary traits. So part of being Nazi means you have to believe in uh, anti-Jew, anti-communism, believe that racism is scientific and therefore okay and acceptable, and that we should outbreed all of these um, racially inferior people out of the world. Now, feel like we should have big shiny disclaimers that say not TCC we do not hold this <laughs> right uh, but is it only racially inferior or just inferior people in general eugenics is just inferior people in general okay I I believe that Nazism is eugenics and especially when considered in race uh. now um, 
So the video I had found on Was Walt Disney Nazi went through his life to explain his personal leanings. Uh, but furthermore, I am going to show how Disney itself not only leans but advocates Nazi agenda from, an ins from its inception all the way to its latest films. So buckle in, because this is a very unique theory that I had no intention of finding, and I had to research all the movies and look everything up myself in order to figure out where it was going before I even got there. I had no one to back... Like, this is all pro bono, all me. Okay, I'm going to basically prove how Disney has been following each tenet of Nazism throughout the years, starting with the first, which is anti-Semitism. So this is the hardest one to prove. And as you can imagine, a multi-billion dollar company would be really good at covering its tracks. Uh, but with just enough digging, I found some disturbing evidence. Noah, can I have you pull out your phone and open up Disney Plus and look up the film oh Three Little Pigs? And JB, I want you to pull out your phone and look up the earliest film in... Disney, the earliest film that Disney released. And I'm going to compare these two. The first, like, fully animated featured film was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Right. So is that what, the one you want? That's that's what you find when you look up first Disney film. Right. Is it'll show you Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which was in 1940. 37. 37? Close. Yes. Interesting. When I looked it up, it's in 1940. Yeah. Noah. Um, yes. If you look up The Three Little Pigs, I want you to tell me when, yes, that is a short film. Hmm. Tell me when that short film comes out, came out. 1933. 33. About four years before what is generally known to be the first film that Disney created. So that piqued my interest just a little bit. Why would Disney try to hide the fact that their first actual film, The Three Little Pigs, came out before the Snow White? Why are they trying to cover up this little short film? How... How do they try to cover it up? By by manipulating like Google search results so okay, that when okay. it when you look up first film, earliest okay. Disney, it shows us that. I'm following you. Okay. Um Which that's not hard to do. I mean, we do it for our website. Like that's when you true. <laughs> when you type T C C we are the first thing that pops up. When you type in the college comrades, we're the first thing that pops up. Mm-hmm. They've kept this film somewhat under wraps, and it actually wasn't on Disney Plus for a number of years. And I'll tell you why. In this film, uh, it is in this film is the first and the only depictions of a Jewish character. At one point in the original film, the wolf dresses up as a Jewish peddler, taking on a Yiddish accent, trying to trick the pigs. And though they kept the overall design of the wolf, they actually removed the scene. You don't find it on Disney Plus anymore, and they changed it. They reanimated it, revoiced over it, in order to kind of draw away the public eye from their crude depictions of a Jewish peddler. And if you look it up, you can still find the actual publication in, I think, the National Archives. I wasn't able to find it. But it's on I, YouTube. But it's on YouTube? Yeah. It didn't look very hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Uh, yeah, so this it's a 22 second uh scene, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, and I saw how they remapped, I saw the uh, the current scene on Disney Plus. What they remapped it to was mm -hmm. some guy with his uh, 
wearing, holding brushes and, and saying, but I'm just trying to pay for college. I'm trying to sell these brushes. And then the pigs are like, okay, we'll buy one. Anyways, it's a, it's a fun little short film, 10 minutes long. All that to say, the underlying message in the intended, in, in the actual published version, in the intended audience, establishes a link between the evil intentions of the wolf and the Jewish identity. And oddly enough, this isn't the only anti-Semitic character in the a Disney Studios film. Because if you fast forward 60 years to the famous movie Aladdin, Rachel Shalita gives a speech at the, I'm going to try to pronounce this right, Tel Aviv Cinematics Animation Comics and Caricature Festival, in which she mentions Disney's offensive portrayals of non-white characters. One such portrayal comes from our beloved Arabian Nights movie itself. She claims, and I quote, The movie opens with an Arab character that looks like a caricature of a Jewish with a with, of a Jew with a long nose, and all of the Arab characters speak English with Arabic accents except for Aladdin and Princess Jasmine, Jasmine who speak English with an English accent. This is all not to mention the multiple offenses in the uh, to the other races across countless other productions by the same company. Now, also note these. This is me, of course. These are the only Jewish depictions in the whole movie franchise. There are no positive Jewish characters you see throughout any uh, Disney films, and the Disney franchise does not have uh, does have other Jewish characters in their shows. But the shows are not part of the Disney Studios franchise. It's the Disney XD franchise. Now, just one little last uh, part about anti-Semitism. It is rumored, and hasn't been confirmed or denied by anyone, but it's rumored that Walt Disney's last words before he was cryogenically frozen were, Damn, Jews. And that's it. No one can confirm that. No one can deny that. Very interesting. Okay, so anti-Semitic is only the first tenet of Nazism. Are we ready to move on to the second one? Yes. Okay, like I said, that was the hardest one to prove. Well, well, do you want my <laughs> questions now or later? Uh, give it to me now. Okay. Um, I'm not sold on this point just because doesn't the big bad wolf lose? Like at the very end? Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be the opposite of... Uh, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, never mind. Yeah, the the big, big bad wolf identified as right. a Jewish character. And so that's where the identity falls in line. Rather than, right. Yep. Okay. Do you have okay. another question? No. Okay, Land Daddy? I'm good. I understand and I'm following. All right. Sure. The second tenet of Nazism is anti-communism. And not many people jump from anti-communist to Nazi, so there's a lot more to say to back this one up because Disney wouldn't be trying to hide this one so much. They don't necessarily think the public is going to worry. Oh, they see we're anti-communist, therefore they see we're Nazi. They're not so worried about that one. But anyways, according to... Collider.com's intriguing Disney facts. Walter was a fierce anti-communist. He testified to Senator Joseph McCarthy for the, quote, Un-American Activities Committee, trying to root out any communists in the U.S. 
He was also on record for accusing multiple animator colleagues of being secret communists and even levied the accusation against his employees' uh, attempt to unionize, saying they were a communist front. It also seems he was a bit paranoid about communists, I would say, just because every time someone came to stand up against him, it's almost like insult. You're a communist, kind of. What what year is this? Uh, I did not write the year of this one down. Okay, because yeah. commun communism is like prevalent during this time, right? So it kind of makes sense that those claims are said, um, or that yeah. that, or that, like, Aladdin has a big nose. I don't know what Aladdin has a big nose is not about. Aladdin is not the one with the big nose. <laughs> oh, who's the one with the big nose? Uh, the opening scene features an arab character who i believe goes unnamed who has a big nose oh okay and it looks like a jewish caricature okay 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 uh that is all i have on oh no i don't so as for the film productions one needs look no further than one of disney's most iconic characters scrooge mcduck By day, this avian is a loving father and all-around successful, rich capitalist, and by night, he doubles as the hero of the town, Darkwing Duck. So, not only is Disney anti-communist, but also has high esteem for capitalism and capitalists. Alright, so before I move on to the third point, any questions? Uh, who did Robin Hood? Was that Disney? That's a Disney film, right? I... look it up. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. I feel like it is, but I can't say for sure. You can't imagine me to look up every single Disney film. I mean, I feel like the hate, the, the crowd's gonna come hating on me. Probably. <laughs> so, so I gotta defend myself. <laughs> like, no, I don't know. There's a lot of Disney films. 1973. And JB, while we're in this awkward pause, could you look up when it is a Disney film? Can you reiterate your last point? Um, sure. <clears throat> They highly esteem a capitalist figure known as Scrooge McDuck. And so Disney shows that not only are they anti-communist, but also very pro-capitalist. Oh. How do you think the movie Robin Hood fits into that? I think Robin Hood is a... Steal from the rich, give to the poor. A well-known story in general. Mm-hmm. And... Having only seen that animated version, I think, once, couldn't really tell you, but I know it doesn't, um, like most Disney films, follow the actual storylines, but I don't see it having any prevalence in this theory, at least in the communism section. Okay. Yeah. You may continue. Thank you. What did you want me to look up? Sorry. Uh, Too late. Okay. Tenet number three, scientific racism. Scientific racism is the belief that there is empirical evidence to suggest credence for racism. There are three main examples in which Disney has enforced the ideology that racism goes beyond just general disapproval, but to genetic deficiency, and all of them have to do with portrayal through animals. All three examples. Okay, it is no secret that Disney hasn't exactly hidden which animals represent which races, and this is most clearly seen in The Jungle Book, where... this is interesting. Oh yeah, it is. (laughs) Where King Louie, an orangutan, 
is given a strictly African-American accent along with all the other monkeys in the films. Now, beyond just the implications of making monkeys African-American, there are many issues with this cast. Baloo, in the film, goes out of his way to belittle the monkeys, not with the bad things that they're doing in that scene, but by calling them flat-nosed, little-eyed, flaky creeps. These monkeys, so, uh, these monkeys sound as if they're voiced by Africans-Americans, but if you actually look up the cast, you can see that they were... Uh, <laughs> They were done by white males attempting African-American voices, further enforcing the issue at hand. And much like this movie, Zootopia and Lion King also establish dominance, value, and ethnic purity based on the species of certain animals. These films also uh, enforce our fourth point of Nazism, which I am willing to get into unless there's any further questions on this. Um, The, according to Google... Which could be wrong, because they've already tried to fool us once. <laughs> <laughs> Google's already tried to fool us once. Um, King Louis is... They've they've listed one... They've listed two different uh, species of monkeys. One is the orangutan. Uh-huh. That's from some country that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Oh, it's an island. Africa. Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> not a country. It's a continent. No, but the other ones are actually from China, southern China. Thailand, Vietnam, and Indonesia. So, they're not African monkeys, but still pretty bad that you got called, that you have It's, it's certain <laughs> races being, you know... Right, and, and, and they do the same thing in Zootopia, which is even more messed up because it's much more heavily produced and, and much more obvious, and the whole movie is about and racial it's starring profiling. Taylor Swift. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's starring Taylor Swift. Is that right? I don't know. Featuring. Her song's in it. Featuring. Featuring. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's our next conspiracy theory is... Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's a racist. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, so tell me more about the Zootopia one. Uh, do you know the basic plot of Zootopia? Yes. I'm I completely missed your point cuz I was so engulfed in Jungle Book that I missed <laughs> Lion King and Zootopia. Yeah, um I'll get a bit <clears throat> more into Lion King and Zootopia in our fourth point, but the idea is that um those films just help establish the dominance, value and ethnic purity of certain races based on the species portrayed by them. Right. So, for example, in Zootopia, the main character is told, like, time and time again, you can't be a good cop because you're a bunny. And and the uh, and that one was actually more about gender, I think, than about probably race. Mm-hmm. But but you can see throughout the films, cer- these certain people are the really poor people. These certain people are the ones who struggle with drugs. These right. Certain, and and you can tell. And they're not exactly quiet about it. How being the animal they are is why they behave the way they are. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to see in uh, the Jungle Book because of the voice acting, which is right. especially difficult to deal with. Do you think that it maybe have been, especially in Zootopia, like it'd just be a fun thing to like make the turtles the drug addicts and then make like. <laughs> the the rabbits like the bad cops or like the uh the rhinoceroses the football players like do you think that's more of like just a fun thing that the crew got to do or i'm 
Can, you're asking if it I'm just could have asking, been coincidence? Yeah, maybe a coincidence <laughs> or just like a fun thing. Or do you? Well, because there's like a tiger in Zootopia that's like the use of force, like cop basically just like freaks <laughs> out and has a like mm-hmm. a tethered freaking like switch you know and they chose a tiger because that's what portrays that the best by making it that certain species it gets the point across better but it also ties uh the the stereotypes with that animal to a certain stereotype of that of the thing that they're doing right okay so um what about Kung Fu Panda? What about that's DreamWorks, isn't that it? That is DreamWorks. Yeah. Isn't DreamWorks owned by Disney now? Nope. No. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Um I'm also staring away from Pixar just because I'm dealing mainly with Disney. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Okay, well that makes sense because in the in Lion King there's a there's a scene where um Actually, and I can answer your <laughs> I can answer your, your Kung Fu Panda thing too. There um each animal in kung fu panda does actually represent a different fighting style oh in kung fu i didn't know that yeah well there you go what was your question um no it was just something that i wanted to point out because in uh lion king they're walking through the field and uh what's his face the dad just tells his son simba he's like Listen, oh yeah like oh we'll get there we just eat the <laughs> we just eat the antelope antelope and then they eat the grass like that's just how things go around here yeah. like we just eat what we want continue hopefully that gives you a good segue uh eugenics what a fun word also terrifying as i stated earlier eugenics is the practice or advocacy of selective breeding for more desirable hereditary traits especially concerning race in this context let's pull jungle book back under the light and i mean spoiler alert i guess uh, but after the main plot of the film, Mowgli realizes, after all, that he's human. <laughs> Which, in this... What a dumbass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, in this film, represents a white man. And that he can never be an animal, nor would he be happy staying with the animals. Which we have already established as other races. Then, in Lion King, our beloved lion is told from a young age... Who will be who he will be marrying, and of course, it's a lioness. So we can see in the first example with Jungle Book, not uh, we can see that Mowgli is discontent being a white man and living with what is represented in the movie as African Americans. And then we see in the Lion King, the enforced idea of you're you're going to fall in love with and marry a white girl. Because he's he's told from young age you're gonna love a lioness, and basically the idea that so again tying this to eugenics, eugenics is the idea that of uh, breeding hereditary like good genes with good genes, right? And because we've already established Disney might have certain prejudices against those who are not white, then the good genes are white person with white person. Hmm. How do you think the Disney storyline would have, or the Lion King storyline would have gone if he got with, like, a tiger instead of a lion? <laughs> Fine. It's kids. They're just, who cares? <laughs> it's cute. It's cute, com- comedic animation. Yeah. yeah. Especially, like, lion versus tiger. Not a huge difference. 
That's fair. Okay, continue. If you had said toucan, that would have been a little more interesting. But they don't have to include romance in it. They don't have to make this film in the first place knowing the implications it's going to have. Right. Right. JB, what you doing over there? Should I be worried about what you're going to pull up? No, I was just wondering um, the movie Tarzan. And mm, because there is a large gorilla cast, right? Just because mm-hmm. I can't remember, like, the gorillas in that movie, they don't sound African-American, I don't think. I was just wondering if there was any, like, connection there to Jungle Book. It was just out of curiosity. Yeah, that's a good question. When I was uh, doing research about which films were flagged on Disney Plus for having uh, things that may be now insensitive racially, that was not one of them. I think there are six films, and I can't remember which ones all of them are. I know Dumbo is one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, I don't remember. Like, nothing in the movie Tarzan stands out to me. Tarzan is not uh, one of those. Okay. And, yeah, like I said, there's nothing that stood out to me but i was just like that's another movie that has a very big gorilla population like um not population well and you're not making the claim that black people are portrayed as monkeys in the films no it's just a sense it of was, i was giving one example yeah, of films in which right. it's not just a, only were they portrayed as monkeys but also degraded and treated as lesser than because they were monkeys right okay right and it's not just so is it the sense of this animal equals this race or this animal is seen as different therefore it is give me that term inferior inferior therefore it is on your list of four. Oh, um that one was not eugenics but scientific racism okay it was, it so was, it's not the fact that, oh, the turtles in Zootopia are portrayed as X, Y, and Z, therefore no. they're this race. It's just the fact that they're portrayed in this direct comparison way, therefore it is. It's, I'm glad you're asking because it helps clear up a little bit about how it ties directly to scientific racism. Yeah. It's that uh, they are portrayed as this species they are made known in the film to be inferior as that species. And it's not just because they're inferior. It's because of like, they're incapable. They can't do this genetically. They're right. incapable, right. which is, a, which ties it to a more scientific idea. A scientific uh, definition of racism. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm and, ready. And, and it's easier in Zootopia because that's a lot more about social right. classes and abilities. Oh, yeah. So that one has more to say about like inferior because of race and ability in race. Mm-hmm. Real tough. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. So are we good to? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. So the other main enforcer of eugenics, and again, eugenics is breeding good good genes with good genes and getting eradicating bad genes basically uh the other main enforcer of eugenics is more implied and more obvious think of each disney princess okay we have in order snow white cinderella aurora ariel bell jasmine pocahontas mulan tiana rapunzel merida and moana okay 
So you'd think with 12 princesses, at least one would marry someone of a different race, right? Wrong. Wrong, 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 12 times. It's really weird, actually, that with 12 princesses, the closest we get is with Pocahontas, who is only kind of a princess, but still established as canonically a princess in Disney. But they decide in the end, even though she fell in love with a white man, she's not going to marry him because... She's more tied to her race of people Whoa, than that, to that's selling point. John. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's true. He says, he says, please come with me. She says, no, you should go to England. Get better. I'm going to stay here. My people mean more to me. Right. Kiss. Goodbye forever. <laughs> she wouldn't go with him because she, she believed more in her own race. It's really interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. She was more close to her own race than with the male white protagonist. Disney yet again has urged an entire world toward Nazism. And it should be no surprise that one of the most well-established companies would be able to hide one of their most concealed agendas. And though it doesn't seem exactly like such a child-friendly brand would fall into such a category, they clearly adhere to and push each main principle of the Nazi party. I just walked through them one by one. Now, there's just one thing that kind of nags heavily at this theory, because if you were to look at all of the short films that have been made, you're going to see a ton of anti-Nazi agendas. So why would they have released so much anti-Nazi propaganda if, during World War II if they side with the Nazi regime? Well, the answer, sadly, is very political. During war times, our country knew uh, that anything in support would greatly benefit the war. And Walt Disney was personally called out by the president multiple times to help spread the word. There were even threats to make regulations against Disney, and it took a lot of resistance, but Disney finally gave in to and agreed to produce anti-Germany cinema. It was not by any standards or personal quandaries that lined up with Disney or his company, but rather it was because the company was threatened and the company was hounded so vividly and so publicly by the U.S. government. It did not line up with their own goals or interests. And in fact, if there's still any doubt in your minds, I have just one more piece of information for you. In the 1930s, Walter Disney... I don't actually know if his full name is Walter. I just like saying Walter. You can call him Walter. Walter Disney invited a known Nazi propagandist and filmmaker. I'm going to try to pronounce this right. Lenny Reifenstahl into the studio to give a personal tour. And our beloved magical man himself personally attended pro-Nazi organizations such as the German-American Bund. Our whole lives we have been watching these films thinking yeah disney they're so so great so child friendly and little did we know that they have been instituting instigating and enforcing this slightly more and more nazi agenda throughout all of their films and it should be no more than scary no less than scary no less than scary that so many people are so in love with such a giant company that they would be following them so blindly. Are there any questions you two have about this theory? I am now done. Theory concluded. Let me tell y'all about Ma Energy. 
If you haven't jumped onto the superfuel train, there's no better place to start than Ma Energy. It's specifically formulated to give gamers an edge over the competition. Their energy and focus blend gives you a sugar-free, no-crash energy boost, sharpening your perception and accelerating your reactions. I just spent $100 on this stuff because its pricing is so good and comparable to most energy fuel for gamers. There's so much energy that one small package is worth $150 of Red Bull, but it's better for you and more effective. The rewards program is easy to use, getting points for following on socials, but also for each dollar you spend. With it, you can get discounts on flavors or even a free shaker for your drinking ease. They also sell blue light glasses if you want to take better care of your gaming habits. For it to work, you need to click on the link in our description so you can use discount code MA10 and get 10% off at checkout. If you want to get 10% off, be sure to click on the link in our description and use discount code MA10. No, it all makes sense. Like, I guess just like Disney in general has been such a popular like presence right in all of our lives growing up that something has to be a little bit off right um do i think it greatly affects how i look at disney no do i think you made very good points yes you know so i i'm not like a i'm not like a no you're wrong it's just all bs right but (laughs) i'm also like i can see it you know yeah. You're kind of in the same boat. So you're not completely convinced, but you're not like... Eh. No, I'm totally... Like, I totally agree with pretty much all the points that Yikes. that you made. <laughs> um, But I, I think it was like in high school or something, I did some research along these lines. It wasn't so much Nazi-based. Right. But I, just as, like... As far as I can tell, I'm either the first one to formulate and list out how they line up with each nazi right agenda or everyone else has been canceled <laughs> it, it was it was more along the lines of like um immoral like foreshadowing type stuff right than than like something like nazism hmm. all right noah um it all makes sense for sure I am not surprised that the government was like, hey, Walter, we need you to give us the homie hookup. Yeah. Help us out. The homie hookup. Um, my first question is what makes Disney different than, quote, Hollywood? Especially along those, like, Disney's, like, driven us down this, like, false reality of what love actually is mm-hmm. um especially because they've made so many movies and it's all the same like they all end the same you know <laughs> especially with those princess ones they get the they get the white dude at the end or you know why wasn't anna or elsa listed on the fan page as disney princesses uh, I don't really probably because they're so new or they just... What do you mean so new? <laughs> came out yeah, like not 2012. It's like nine years ago. Or maybe it was 2014 or 16. I'm not surprised that Disney leans towards the favor of other countries or other ideas. I mean, think about it. Like, 
Oh, well, I've thought about it. When you, well, I know you have. <laughs> but when you like look at like the Fast and Furious movies, like, and you you read about that controversy, like that's all. Our box office, not our, those <laughs> box office sales are not coming from majoritively the U.S. Those are coming from other countries. So huh. these companies know that when they go into production, they're not making the movie for Americans. They're making the movies for the Chinese or Japanese that's, or that's interesting or anywhere else. The only other time I've heard of that is with Marvel and right. Iron Man 3. There were very specific regulations they had to follow for Iron Man 3 to be released in China mm-hmm. that included Tony Stark drinking a certain version of milk. Yeah. That scene was like necessary to be included in the Chinese film. And I've other than that I've never thought about companies targeting it toward other countries. Like That's that. it's a real thing cuz China has all of these this whole list of what needs to be in the film. Right. And so a good example but is they're also really huge into cinematography. Right. A good example is uh, when I watched Alvin and the Chipmunks for the first time, the very huh. first time in theaters, yeah. was completely different than the DVD version that I got because China has this big list of like requirements that if you want your movie to be played over here, it's got to line up with these like qualifications and then yeah. companies go, "Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll just cut that scene, we'll cut that scene." We can make one more scene right here cost us a hundred thousand dollars and we'll send it over to you guys and we'll get that billion dollars from your box office sales. Like think about Zootopia. Zootopia did a billion box office, a billion dollars. There's no way in hell that just came from our country. They're out there trying to please somebody. Huh? And what bigger entertainment country than China? Yeah, well, that's such a good point because America in general is moving further and further away from box office weekends right. to these subscription-based platforms. But in other countries, as far as I can tell, box office is still thriving pretty, right. pretty well. Like like going to the movie theaters is still a staple in, in other areas. Huh. Who was the guy that – it's super recent, so we should look it up um, – one of the guys from the Fast and the Furious films or some sort of movie talked about Dad. how no well that happened. <laughs> um talked about China or <laughs> What are you doing? That's the song. That's the Paul Walker yeah, song. That's, that's what they played. The He's end. long gone. We don't care about him anymore. Dude, we still care about no. Paul. You're yeah, a disgrace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't care. I don't I never no, did, uh, never will. You're an awful. Sorry guys. Sorry, um, guy. He's a good dude. Who is the guy? I'm going to say the same thing at your funeral, f- Please do. <laughs> we didn't care about him. So, sorry, guy. He's long dead. Never cared, never will. What? What is the guy? It's one of the movies where the guy said Vin something. Diesel. I don't know. Nothing guy, more important what, than family. I don't know. Some guy said something about, <laughs> about Taiwan or some Asian company. And those are two very different things. And then got, then got, uh, the movie was taken from the box office in that country. And he had to make an apology for calling something what it was. Really? Because he's the one that wrote it. I don't remember. (laughs) 
I don't remember like, what it was. He just read the script. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's weird. My thoughts on this, this conspiracy. Look, look that up if you can, JB. The, what I was just talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wish I knew it, dude. Better, okay. but I don't care about the Fast and Furious movies at all. Um, my other thought is, what if this is just something that's on the mind, so it makes it into the movies? Like, you think about the directors. John Cena. Yes. Yes. Really? Can you tell, yeah. us, can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Uh, continue your thought, and let me, like, get you to okay. grasp on what it was. Okay. So, you think about, like, all the movies that, like, um, like, the mind movies that dicaprio has starred in like red red pill blue pill or um somebody help me what is that movie called uh with neo yeah the matrix yes that's not that's not dicaprio at all no no it's no, not that's Keanu my bad Reeves. who's the other one with dicaprio where he go with the mind altering device Mind altering device? I'm not sure, but then I, oh I, my gosh, somebody's screaming! If you're looking right for now. crazy, mentally tripping, yeah, I mean, Inception's pretty. That's it. Pretty that's dope. it. That's okay. the mind altering one. Having never seen it, I'll take your word for Dude, it. Dude, it's so good. Anyways, huh. the directors of those movies, I, I wonder. Inception, or at least I dreamt I did. <laughs> the directors of those movies, I wonder if it's just like something that was on their mind. And and a, and a thought that they wanted to explore, rather than what it turned into. Yeah, like I don't think anybody. Wa- well, I know a lot of people watch those movies and go, "Holy crap, this is actually reality." When I don't know if that's what the director was thinking, or the screenwriters, or whatever was thinking when they wrote the movie. I'm sure that there were some that did, mm-hmm. or maybe for time periods that they did believe this. But I don't think that they walked away from those movies going, ha ha, this is like uh, propaganda or this is like how I look at the world. Like, no, this is just art. And to like connect that to Disney, like well, that, if I were to make a like a Zootopia. Hold, hold on, hold on. Because what you said I think could be both true and wrong if if it was a display of art. True art can really only come from as an expression as oneself. Right. So while it probably wouldn't be, you know, his predominant view on life or prevalent opinion, then it, it could definitely have inklings toward, like, like where sometimes where he goes when he's showering. Yeah. Or what happens when right know, just waking up in the morning or something like that. But yeah, I mean, it. But that's one guy. Right. Whereas then you're putting a whole writing team on it, and then they're trying to figure out mm-hmm. how to make this a good movie. And so, yeah, so that maybe they didn't. So I like the pull shower. It, pull the, it into Zootopia. Yeah, I I like the that like idea of like a shower thought type of thing. Like that makes a lot of sense of like because if you were to ask those directors or those screenwriters right now, that's probably not what they think right. about like what happens or what could happen. But I think it's probably what the guy was thinking at the moment and i think that's what like zootopia and like disney probably was was like because we know that you know walt disney wasn't the he was the front runner guy but he wasn't the one like doing everything you know he had a team behind him and to like that's kind of right and kind of wrong 
I'm, yes. From, from what I've researched. From, well, I mean, in the 30s, he's doing a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Yeah, well, um, so, the, he was, um, he was known to visit, like, the the writer's area a ton. Right. And, and it was interesting, because whenever he would visit, he would cough a lot in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know, you could pass it off as, oh, we well, you know he's a smoker. But he actually coughed to let people know that, oh, the boss is here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, before he entered in really interesting he was known to be really hard on his employees and but and had you know close relationships with some a lot of people who he didn't have close relationships to publicly said they think it's because they have jewish blood in them and he didn't like that <laughs> legit <you> can... <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean he he wasn't you know he wasn't far away from them he he wrote he was a writer himself for right. a while he he <clears throat> There was a point where it shifted into, now how can I make this Walt Disney character someone who the public loves? Right. And and he came out publicly and said, you know, that's not really... Or he, he said to his close friends, actually, not publicly. He said, that's not really me. Like, I still smoke. I still drink. Walt Disney doesn't do that. Right. But then... So, okay. Random tangent. With... Go well... I really can, just wanted to slip in that other anti-Semitic part. No, that was good. <laughs> Until, like try and build that to zootopia like if i was to make if i was the creator of zootopia or something close to it i don't know if i would well i i know that i wouldn't and it's i think it would be you would i don't know what <clears throat> hold on hold on i'm processing here <laughs> okay i like to think that <clears throat> people are better than you know, trying to release propaganda or whatever, but we know what happens. If I was to make make Zootopia or something like that, I would definitely like portray different people in my life in a way in the movie mm-hmm. that may or may not just happen to be portrayed as racist or portrayed as whatever. And like, even if I was to think of like my boss character, like if my boss was a woman i would what's, por- what's wrong with a woman being a boss noah i, I nothing i would <laughs> i would try and portray them as like a boss or a leader or something but most women who are are bossy are often mislabeled as bitches mm, that's so i i like to think that it's the same correlation to disney but obviously they're a billion dollar company so that we we know that there's more going on than just everyone wants to be yeah. you know the the best hearted and we want to just portray the people in our lives as who they actually are just in an art form we don't want to push any propaganda or agenda but knowing them being a billion dollar company we can assume that they are doing so mm-hmm. JB what did you find Okay, so it's not actually in the film. It is. It was about um, Taiwan being the first, quote, country to be able to see the Fast and Furious 9 movie. China freaked out about that because technically Taiwan is part of China, apparently. But it's weird because like you look up Taiwan, it's like, well, it's a Republic of China, but it's has an independent government. So apparently it offended a bunch of 
Chinese individuals. I don't know. I mean, I, I get it if you're like, like Washington and Oregon are the same state. No, they're not. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what I mean? But we're not, we don't live there. So we well, don't know. That, like, it the... feels more like someone saying um, Puerto Rico is a state. Like, well, yeah. no, it's not, but mm-hmm. it is a U.S. territory. Right. Is, am I thinking of Puerto Rico? Yeah. Yeah. That That's ex- Along the exact. With like seven other ones. That's the exact like example that I was going to use is like if somebody was to say, Oh, Puerto Rico, like they're their own country or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the U S goes, uh, actually they're part of us. And if you don't like fix that whole shit up, then we're going to pull all the funding. We're not going to show your movie over here. Right. Man. Which doesn't sound like a U.S. thing to do. Maybe mm-hmm. it does to some people, but it definitely sounds like a China thing to do. Huh. Right. And it was... Especially if you already have a list of things that can't be in movies if you're going to show them there. Yeah, like in all honesty, it was <clears> a common misconception. Like, I'm sure it's it's not... It doesn't seem like a... Like, even just, like, researching it, mm-hmm. it's contradicting. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't sit there and try to figure it out to a T, but... Like different things say it words it a little different, so your right, you know, understanding of it is gonna be different depending on what you read where. That yeah, that makes sense. Um, what I'm about to say does not connect with that. We could do yeah. Okay, yeah. random note. Um, one Disney film which does not appear on Disney Plus is the Song of the South, because it's notably a pretty racist movie. Not what, not what movie the song of the south. I've never even heard. I never, never also heard never heard of the princess that you. There was one princess you named that I didn't know. Uh, want me to pull this back up? Yes. Okay. Was yeah, it? Yeah, I agree. It was probably the. Is there a person of color one? Hmm. It's probably that one. Well, there's multiple of color. Okay. Okay. Um. In order, oldest to newest: Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel. I've never heard of Aurora. Aurora. Who is that? Uh, Aurora is with Prince Philip. Does that help? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, what movie is it from? Golly. I... I mean, it's probably a movie I just never saw. Princess but... Aurora. Yeah. Oh, from Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. continue. I've, okay. I know that one well. Yep. Um, I think there was one more. Who are the rest? keep reading the list. Uh, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana, Rapunzel. Tiana. Who's Tiana? Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Oh, um, I've never seen first that African one. First African-American princess. It's a really good movie. I have seen that. It's a really good movie. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Rapunzel, Merida, and Moana. Who's Merida? Brave. Oh. I think I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not up on my Disney princess research, so my You bad. should be. I know. I really <laughs> and then there's Anna and Elsa, who for some reason are unlisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, I don't... I feel like Moana wasn't supposed to be a princess. They, anyways. All that being said, uh, yeah, Song of the South. Uh, interesting movie. Not, you know, it wasn't racist by nature. Like, you know, it's not like... Let's get. It just it just had a lot of stereotypes. Right. Yeah. Anyways, I have nothing else. Do you two have anything else? Trying to figure out a, a good way to put the bow on this. I do want to ask you guys. Do you? How, what are your thoughts on Disneyland? I know you. You've. I know you've been. Oh yeah. 
Well, have you been to Disneyland? Yeah, and Disney what, World. What do you oh, guys, what Space do you guys Mountain. think? Space Mountain is from that movie, Song of the South. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I never, oh. like, I never even thought to, like, where did that come from? Right. Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's a cool ride. Dude, it was like, yeah. the, it's the best ride there. Like, right. Hands <laughs> right. right. down. It's from Song of the South. Huh. Now I need to watch that. To like tie it all together, right? My childhood yeah. would be complete. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's actually or ruined. Um, <laughs> if I can if I can spark some controversy, it's a lot like the movie is a lot like um my life. Huckleberry Finn. Oh. In that okay. the movie itself isn't you know preaching racial bad stuff, but it has bad stuff in it. Like it's it like if you read Huckleberry Finn, the whole plot line is about how I'm gonna say Joe character joe is is supposed like how huck finn the main character sees him as as much value as a normal person but other people around him don't and the book is canceled not allowed in schools because it has the n-word in it but then this movie don't doesn't have that word as far as i know uh has doesn't of mice and men have the n-word in it too couldn't tell you i'm pretty sure it does never read it and that book is in every freaking classroom huh. because you go through it. Huh? Did you not read Huckleberry Finn? No. Huh? Neither. I I did on my own accord, but not because of school. Yeah. Interesting. It's just like kind of what you're saying reminds me of right. Advice and Men. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar, at least like mindset that one does have yeah it does have the n word because we had to read of mice of men not right huckleberry finn which which is like why why do you cancel one book but then allow another like yeah whatever really that's a different conversation anyways your thought yeah um song of the south is you know it, it it's about accepting loving you know african american or black people but it has stereotypes in it that Disney just isn't putting it on right. anything. So that's interesting. So, what are you guys' thoughts on Disneyland? Best place on earth, or I love Disneyland. Really? I yeah. mean, I enjoy Disneyland, but I love Disneyland. I feel like it's. Have cause... you never paid for it? It's good. <laughs> I have never personally That'll paid do for it. it. Um, <laughs> Shit, I've paid for it. It's one of those places that's like, I don't understand why people take really really young kids yeah i do i will never understand that see now i'm the opposite i don't understand why grown-ass adults go really why because it's like this like it's a blast (laughs) okay but it is but to go to your first point it's not a good grip on reality that's the movies which is probably the reason that people go but like the happiest place on earth no one dies there I'm sure somebody's died in Disneyland. No, no, because you're not legally allowed to pronounce a body dead until it's off the property. Ah, <laughs> oh, loophole. So no, one, so no one dies there. But <laughs> it's pretty terrible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Walt was a communist. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just like it feels weird to me that like like young maybe mid 20 girls like want to go there and like live this fantasy life which maybe that's wise because they want to escape from their real lives but I it's not a... you having the you don't you don't go to disney to become a disney character then why are you going to disneyland because it's fun because it's fun because you can experience we disney need to get a girl on to talk about there. it 
Probably no, I'm just kidding. But people go in <laughs> day like year in and year out. Or they buy the yearly passes and they go that like, I'll never all understand. The time. Right. That's it's like, like a whole new level yeah, of like up. it's it's the you same girls that have that idea of love. Not necessarily. We have people who Stereotypically. That's what I'm saying. I, I know a number of guests we could bring on who'd be great for this. Right? <laughs> I can I can are think they over of one the of... age of fifteen. Yeah. Okay. I can I can go grab you anyone from mid twenties to like forties. I can think 50s. of one person. And I think we're thinking of the same person. Probably. So you're like a hundred percent for Disneyland. Uh, Even after well that's my second question. That was my second question. Even after hearing all this, does it change how you support Disney? You know that's a good question. Because we may not know that what you said is true, but we know that something fishy's going on. Yeah. And we just proved the right. whole China thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Loosely. Kind with of. with connections. Guilty by association. <laughs> <laughs> because you know China. <laughs> I don't drop uh, support for Disney from that. Does your support change? Mm, no. No, it doesn't, because they the only way they can push the agenda is in very very subtle methods, which I will be able to protect myself against. Yeah. No, I agree. You watch a movie, and if you're if you're well versed in that realm, you go, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. It's like, it's like a gaydar, but for communism. Yeah. Can I yeah. say that? Yeah, you can say that. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, um, this reminds me of the movie um, uh, Sausage Party. Did you guys ever see it? No, no, you didn't. No, no. Okay, I, I was I was too young when it came out. That's fair. It's um, <laughs> I probably wasn't. But. In the movie, it uh, I'm gonna spoil the whole thing for you guys. Spoiler alert for four year old movies. It's like the um, it's where the hot dog and the bun are in the supermarket. Every all the foods in the supermarket have, uh, like personification. They're yeah, and yes, sentience. They, their ultimate goal is not a Disney film. No, it's not a Disney film. Their ultimate goal is to get bought and leave the grocery store. And so one guy, uh, portrayed as portrayed as the hot dog goes i'm messing this up because it's been so long he either gets taken out of the grocery store sees what happens to food when they get taken out of the grocery store and then comes back and wants to go and tell the high leaders where the high leaders are basically like yeah you've been fooled of your life's purpose for this whole time you all thought that like oh your job was to leave the grocery store and become food for people when or for the gods or whatever and in reality when you leave the grocery store, it is hell. It, you die, and you're gone forever. And then so then there's this whole weird plot line, this philosophical stuff, and then the whole grocery store rebels, and it's super sexual and super, like, graphic as much as vegetables <laughs> could be. It's an entertaining movie with a really, really scary, like, underlying tone, but everybody catches it like, oh, they're saying that heaven might not be the thing that we think it is, or the afterlife might not be the thing we think it is. 
I don't know how I was supposed to ring, link that to what you were saying, but I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, the point. underlying <laughs> communist tones oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. found on your gaydar. <laughs> Here we are, full circle. <laughs> yeah, well, that movie seems like it'd be an obvious example. It is a very obvious, example. but but like as as our country is evolving, we're getting more adept at catching even yeah. the subtle things. Right, like in the films I showed you, like those are all before year 2000 Mm -hmm. so yeah what you gonna do (laughs) yeah oh some of them were 70s movies which i was surprised dude i I pulled out with a 1933 yeah i'm surprised (laughs) too what about you jb does it change how you interact with disney no i mean yeah i'm no i mean yeah i don't i don't look at it differently like will i paid diff i guess pay attention a little bit closer to underlying messages in disney movies probably mm-hmm. but as i get older and like you watch a disney movie like your perception of it changes right you right. start to pick up on things that you wouldn't have picked up on when you were eight nine ten four you know what i mean like that's just an obvious thing but yeah. i'm not gonna like boycott disney because it could have been nazi like based (laughs) you know yeah i'm in the same boat it definitely changes how i digest it makes me consciously digest their stuff and i think that should be the same for any billion dollar company well and what's interesting is i'm not sure whether that means i should only start consciously digesting just disney brand films or marvel or pixar right because they have they own way too much they do. They're one of the top five companies of the world. Right. Yeah. So, interesting. Thank you for presenting this. To Absolutely. Kat. This was this was a, this was a good one. This Thank was you. a lot of fun. I spent a lot of work on it. Very interactive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, My well, hands actually got cramped from writing down all the notes that I had. Good. It was good. It was very thorough and very thought out. That's awesome. Um, you, the audience. Uh, you'll see a poll on Instagram or Facebook or something. Who do you want to do the next conspiracy theory episode between JB and I? Um, we're also going to have a poll that says, do you agree with Kai's conspiracy theory? And we're not going to say what it is, both for spoilers and because we probably can't say some of those words. (laughs) We would definitely get taken down. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and then episode 100 September 17th through the 18th, 24 hours long. We're going to actually continue this discussion with some of our guests. Um, so make sure to tune into that. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. Oh, Manscaped. Manscaped's a Boom. thing now. If you made it to the end of this, Trim you're hearing up. about Manscaped for the second time, maybe third time now, depending on where this episode goes. Uh, you can't wait. Last time you guys waited, you missed out. Don't wait. Get your Manscaped stuff now that's all i got discount code tcc 20 percent off and free shipping yes yeehaw that's capital t capital c capital c thank you all for listening really appreciate it i spent a lot of work on this um sure there's gonna be backlash because there always is and but i love it appreciate you guys catch it on the flippity flip farewell